Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Alicia Shanice Reviews. I am your host, it's your girl Shanice coming back at you with another podcast. We are on episode 63. The topic of tonight's episode is Snowfall. Season 2, we are going to break down episode 3 and 4. I did drop my BMF recap today, so make sure you guys check that out. We are recapping BMF that airs on Stars every Sunday. Um, tw- comes on at 12 a.m., so I did drop that earlier. Make sure you check that out because that show is fire. But I wanted to come back on tonight just because um, <clears throat> I'm recording more during the weekends so I can write during the week. And I wanted to go ahead and get three and four out, and then we'll do the next two next weekend. And shortly, we'll be right on to um, to season three. So I'm not going to keep you guys too long because I was on earlier. Don't forget, you can follow me on my social media platforms, Alicia Shanice for Facebook and IG. And I have made all of my music playlists public on Spotify. So you can just type in Shanice Loves and you will see each genre. So on that note, let's go ahead and get straight into the show. And she's the one. Her name is Shanice. And she's the one. Episode three is titled Prometheus Rising. And it opens, and we see Franklin. He's waking up in the bed with Mel. He has spent half the night over at Mel's house. And when he, you know, jumps up to get his clothes on or go to the bathroom or whatever, she finds his gun under her pillow. So, you know, she kind of like, what you need this for? And he tells her, you know, with Jerome, you know, he thinks it's a good idea. And she like, oh, so... You in danger just walking down the street, huh? Remember, this is the early 80s, so, you know, the gunplay was just getting big, like, in the hood. And everybody just wasn't walking around with them all the time. And he tells her, like, look, it ain't like that. I just carry a lot of cash on, on me at times. So, you know, <clears throat> he kind of almost says goodnight <laughs> uh, before he jumps back in the bed and they get it back on again before Andre shows up from work. And we go into the next, the very next scene and we see Alton. Remember, we haven't seen him since the 4th of July party when he took off walking when uh, the cops were him and up Franklin. And we see that he's still homeless and he's sleeping on the street. So we go into the next scene and we are seeing a different side of Teddy. A better side of Teddy, like a happier, you know, since his brother came on board and, you know, they're flying to Columbia because they're dealing with the Cali part of their cartel, like not with the higher ups, but like the the lower level dealers of the Cali cartel. And they're going to Columbia to get some of that good Coquiana. And when they get there, it's not in and out like, you know, he's been doing. And, you know, the guys who work for them, they're kind of giving them some pushback. And Teddy, you know, he tries to put a little demand on saying, look, we've been doing this for weeks. 
I'll just get my cocaine on that plane. Do you understand me? He says with his entitled ass. <laughs> and the dude calls him a loud mouth gringo and knocks his ass down. <laughs> so it goes to the next scene. And we're at Claudia's house. And we see <clears throat> her and Louie, they damn near in a relationship now. And we see Louie is starting to fall for Claudia. Claudia gives her some expensive earrings and we can kind of see where it's going. So we go into the next scene and Gustavo, he goes to see like his spiritual advisor and she's, you know, reading his hand and telling him that it's darkness all around Lucia. And, you know, they both share a strong pain with each other. She tells him, you know, watch out for Pedro because Pedro hates them both. But he's powerless, but the sky is not clear on an open threat yet. So that was an interesting scene. And then it goes straight to Lucia. We see Lucia has Pedro and his whereabouts checked out. And, you know, also his new fiance. She wants to know everything that he says, where he's been in El, pa in El Paso, Texas. Everything checks out, basically. And the guy tells him, like, look, everything he said is legit. We checked everything out. And, you know, we just must have missed him because he was just using cash only. So over at Jerome's, we see Leon and Wanda. They're all in love. They all in the living room, all on top of each other. And Louie come in. And Louie kind of got like a brand new attitude since she been back dealing with Claudia. Right after she comes in with an attitude, here comes Kevin. Kevin comes in frank, uh, frantic. He's upset because he he just found out that his two little cousins have gotten killed. And, you know, he heard that they was castrated, you know, where they cut their, their private parts off. Because remember, dude was slicing both of the little boys up. So Jerome tell him, like, I told y'all about Pico Union. So Leon and Kevin and Jerome, they just get going off. They just getting ready to go kill some random Mexicans. Louis tries to calm them down. Like, look, <clears throat> after Jerome found out they was castrated, and remember when they went to go see old boy, he was telling them how he lost the nut dealing with the Mexicans. That just sets Jerome off. And Wanda is nervous trying to um, calm Leon down because they load up. And... <laughs> Jerome get the gun off on everybody He like they lynched him They castrated him You know he going off And you know Louie trying to calm him down And he like go on back to your goddamn girlfriend house And you know Wanda like Louie what can I do to help What can I do to help And she like baby this some man shit So they, they grab the AK-47s The Uzis Everything that they can grab And they head on down to Pico Union so we get into the next scene and we're back in Colombia and Teddy is trying to um, basically threaten them, like telling them, like, do you know we who we represent the American government? You know, Teddy loves his American government and the Colombian dude is like America. United States is a piece of shit country that cannot win a war unless the rest of the world is behind them. You murdered the Indians. You chained the blacks. You pissed. Oh, you pissed on Nevados. I spit on Americans. So this dude, he ain't trying to hear none of what Teddy's saying. And, you know, Teddy 
come back with a pushback like your country is nothing. You're weak and you're inconsequential. You know, he just, you know, get to using all his extra big words and telling them that, you know, we sacrifice their country. And dude knocks Teddy ass down with that shotgun. So we go back to LA and now we um at Gustavo and Pedro, they go do a drop, a drop, you know, a deal with crazy ass Lupe. And she basically roughs up Pedro. <laughs> that was a funny scene. So we go into the next scene and we see Leon, Jerome, and Kevin. That now they sit in no Pico Union. Kevin is so damn trigger happy, he ready to just shoot anybody. And you know, Franklin shows up like the boss he is. And he comes over there to that door calm, like, you dumb motherfuckers. Wrap this shit up, and we out of here now. <laughs> so they go back to Jerome's house, and when they get there, Franklin goes off. And, you know, he's telling Jerome, like, you're supposed to be able to handle stuff like this, and y'all just y'all just going down there for ready for war. And, you know, they mention him, like, well, you know, you got the card of old girl who was buying the stuff from, you know, Delroy and, you know, the Victor, so Franklin, like, so you mean to tell me y'all go down there and we had the car to get in contact to see what's going on? So it goes to Lucia's warehouse and she gets a call from Franklin. You know, she had gave him the car so he knew how to get in contact with her. And they decide to meet up in a neutral, in a neutral setting. So they go to the park where it's a neutral turf. It's not, you know, the Mexican side, it's not the black side. They can just go and talk and you know get this resolved. So back in Colombia, Teddy is sitting there, his eye all busted up and, you know, as it should for running his mouth too much. And he letting that Reed Thompson roll go to his head, basically. So basically, he running his mouth still. Matt has to save the day for the entitled American gringo. Um, they end up making a deal after Matt kind of negotiates and, you know, Teddy gets the list of everything that the Cali boys need. You know, they say they want some Cabbage Patch Dolls for the kids, nine albums of Michael Jackson's Thriller album, some Frosted Lakes, some Frosted Flakes, and most of all, some Visas. You know, this was straight 80s when you mentioned Cabbage Patch Dolls and 80s Michael Jackson's Thriller, which was the best album of all time. <laughs> so we go on to the next scene, and now we're at the park. Franklin and his crew, you know, Kevin, Jerome, Leon, they meet up with Gustavo and Lucia. Gustavo sees him and he like, what the fuck are you doing here? Because remember in season one, Gustavo saved Franklin. If it wasn't for Gustavo, uh, Franklin wouldn't have made it when he went over to Stumper's house to make that sale. So he does owe them one technically. And when Lucia and Franklin go talk in private, she tells them, like, you know, we did find out they were killed, but they were not mutilated. And the dude who did kill them, it was just business. But if you go after him, he's protected. He is protected and you will not win. And, you know, we basically see it's all business. She goes straight to, look, I told you who did it. I'm trying to go in business with you. I can buy all the product, you know. And 
Franklin, he's a businessman at the end of the day. He don't want to go to war. So, you know, they talk, but they don't tell us what they talked about. It kind of goes to the next scene where they're walking off and Kevin is pissed. He like, you just going to let them know. They know what's going on. All of them be around each other. And Kevin and Franklin get into it. Kevin basically tell them like, oh, see, Saint, I knew you weren't built for this life. And, you know, going off on Franklin. Franklin kind of bitch slaps Kevin. <laughs> Kevin pulls the gun out. Leon calmly stands in between them. And Kevin puts the gun down. And like, you know, I love y'all niggas. You know, you walk away. Real good scene. Real good scene. And, you know, that's Lulu for all my power watchers. <laughs> so in the plane ride home from Columbia, Matt and Teddy, they have them a little brotherly moment. I like Matt. I like Matt the whole way through this, um, through this season. <clears throat> So they have a little brotherly moment, and Teddy better be happy he had Matt with him to have his back. Because if it wasn't for Matt, they wouldn't have got that deal done, and we don't know if Teddy would have made it back to America. So back at Jerome's house, soon as Franklin walks in, he looks at Louie, and he can see she got some new earrings on. You know, Franklin see what's going on with Louie. He noticed her, you know, the brand new attitude she is carrying. And she is tired of working full time at the cookhouse. She the only one who really be in there cooking. All of the crew know the recipe, but, you know, they keeping that recipe on, on silent because, you know, that's how they got the upper hand with the prices he getting now. And they know the recipe. So he not trying to let that get out. And she know what's up because, you know, she been there from the beginning. It's just, you know. Since she's been back with Claudia, her her whole tone has changed at this point. So, you know, him and Leon, they go to handle business. But when they walk up to the car, Leon apologizes to Franklin, you know, for going, going out with Jerome, knowing he know better, you know, knowing that they just didn't think that one through. And after that, we go into the next scene. And, you know, Teddy didn't got his product now, so he goes and make a drop. At Lucia's, <clears throat> Gustavo also warns Lucia after he leaves about Pedro being back. And <clears throat> while they're talking about Stomper, who um, <clears throat> Stomper's boy who killed Delroy and Victor, um, they kind of had the same conversation that Franklin and Leon had about a son needing a father to teach them how to be a man. And... <clears throat> It's important because in the 80s, that's when a lot of the men were leaving their home. So, you know, when they were talking about Kevin not being raised with a daddy and they're saying, Lucia was saying like, you know, the, the crew with Stumper, they need fathers to teach them how to be men and not killers. So that was a deep scene too, <clears throat> when you really look at it. <clears throat> Excuse me, guys. <clears throat> so we go into the next scene and we see Teddy and Franklin. They do a drop. And Teddy, he quickly realizes how smart Franklin is and how careful he is because he shows up an hour early and so does Teddy. And Teddy like, hold on, what you doing here? You know, he's seeing Franklin move smart too. And, you know, when he sees the change that Franklin comes with, you know, he like, my people don't always pay with big bills. He like, you know, it might be time for you to start thinking about getting the bank. <clears throat> so back at the cookhouse, out, um, let me see, back at the cookhouse, all of them are looking like, what the hell, when Franklin walks in, 
because, you know, now he getting 10 keys and it's time for everybody to step up. And Nate is keeping that recipe in the family. Louis is tired of cooking. And Rod, he like, you know, I can take some keys down and sell them in the valley. So they decide to split the deal 60-40. And Rod, Rod looks crazy himself, but Rod is loyal. So, you know, Franklin goes ahead and give him the keys. You know, business keeps moving. So back at Jerome's later on, <clears throat> Franklin is there by himself. Mel shows up ready to get it on since they got the house to themselves. And <clears throat> she's still all in his business about the gun at this point. And, you know, they start kissing, getting it on, but they hear a knock at the door. And it's Andre. I mean, as he likes to say, Officer Wright. So he's asking questions about Biscuit, who is now a missing person, Malcolm Jenkins, and his car is ironically parked in front of Franklin's um, Uncle Jerome's house, like a couple doors down. And Franklin plays it cool because, you know, they killed Biscuit when he broke in the house. And Andre kind of makes a threat and he like you. And whatever you're doing, stay the fuck away from me and mine. And technically, he's not over there bothering you. Your daughter, she comes to him. You know, they got their little secret thing. But he don't bother you, Andre. You go over there messing with him all the time. <laughs> but Andre just trying to do, you know, his officer duty. You know, he's being a good man and an overprotective father, as he should. And Mel overhears the conversation. And, you know, when he closes the door, you know, he goes back over there trying to get it on. And she put on another Oscar Award performance. And she, you know, leaves very uncomfortably. <laughs> so after that, a conversation is had with Jerome, Peaches, and Franklin about the car. And, you know, Franklin, like, y'all, you ain't think to move the car? And Peaches calmly tells him, Saint, you do your job, and I'm going to do mine, Saint. <laughs> so <clears throat> after that, it goes off with law enforcement doing a sweep downtown and arresting, like, all of the homeless people. And Alton en ends up getting caught up in that raid, and he ends up getting beat up really badly for resisting, I guess, to leave. And they beat him up pretty bad. And that was my recap for episode three. But when we get to episode four, Jingle Bell Rock, that's what it's titled. It opens up and Teddy and Franklin, they're doing another business drop. Business is plumbing for those two, you know, as Teddy supplies him to bring the poison over here to our communities. That's another story. So anywho, Teddy gives him some identification so he can open up a bank account. Teddy is slowly becoming a mentor to Franklin slowly. You know, he's about to get get to teaching him all type of things. So he gives him, you know, the little fake identification. You know, he's like, now it's time for you to, you know, grow your business correctly. You know, you can't just have garbage bags full of money. You're going to have to start, you know, making it look legit. <clears throat> so after that, it goes to the hospital and we see Sissy shows up at the hospital because she has gotten a phone call from an advocate of the homeless. And she tells sis, Sissy, like, Alton was caught up. He didn't want to leave. And they were trying to get the city clean because now the Olympics, they're coming to L.A. 
So she like, Sissy, if he go back on the street, he will not make it. He, you know, he needs somewhere he can go. And Sissy like, you have no idea what you're asking me for. Because we know Sissy has been through some stuff with Alton. So after that, it goes straight to Franklin. And he walks back in the cookhouse. And they are overworked. Jerome sleep on the couch. Louie got an attitude. She tired of doing all the cooking. Um... Franklin don't want that recipe to get out. So Rob, you know, he done made his money in the valley and he re-up and get a few keys. I think he get three keys from Franklin. Louis storms out. She got to go meet Claudia. And <clears throat> Leon like, look, you won't let Wanda cook, which is a good idea. Because <clears throat> he like, you know, I got to go see my girl. You know, you won't let her in the cookhouse. So, you know, everybody leave Franklin. Time for him to cook. So after that. Franklin shows up at the bank to start his, his account and to store his money. The banker ends up giving him a statue that's on his desk because Franklin tells the story about how his mom had one she loved and he broke it. And he like, you know, for future business, why don't you take this and give it to your mom? But we know they're not talking at the, at the moment. So after that, <clears throat> Franklin, he's when, you know, the banker gets to breaking how everything, breaking down how everything will work. Franklin is not so sure about putting all his money off on, you know, on all of these offshore accounts. He, he just met Teddy and this is moving really fast. And Teddy, you know, he breaks it down to him like, look, Franklin, how bad do you want to do this business? You know, I'm just trying to help, but I do have a control problem, but I'm trying to help. So it goes into the next scene and we see Franklin goes to tell Jerome like 5000 we came up short 5000 and this had to come from somebody up front and Jerome like dude it's, it's only 5000 somebody must have needed it and Franklin trying to tell Jerome like no it's the principal about it so they know somebody then took some money and we'll get to that towards the end so two young dealers come in and they done been robbed and beat up. They come in beaten up. And Franklin, he goes there and gives them hazard pay. But after they leave, Jerome and, and um, D-Ray kind of look at him. Not D-Ray, Peaches. I called him his real name. <laughs> so Jerome and Peaches, they trying to tell him, like, look, you looking soft. Delroy and Victor just got killed. People getting robbed. And it's looking like you ain't got your people's back, man. So... Franklin, you know, he tells Peaches, call your mans up. Call your mans up. And <clears throat> after that, we go to Teddy's home. And he's bought a Christmas tree. And we also learned through him and Matt's conversation that Julia and Teddy actually got married. And now they're going through a divorce. And Matt, he's planning to go to Kansas to visit his dad. And when Teddy is looking at the newspaper, he freaks out because he see that there's they're about to start um, construction. And though that is the same place where they're starting construction at because they're cleaning the city up because the Olympics is coming. And that's the same place where he um, left Alejandro and Kristen's sister body at when he had to bury them. So he panics and runs out the house. And we go back into another scene at Jerome's house. And he and Louie, they kind of get into another argument because he won't give her the combination to the safe. They get into a real big argument. And they just got a weird relationship, too. Because ever since she'd been back in Claudia's bed, 
they stuff been all messed up, you know, and they got this weird arrangement. So they get into this big breakup. They get to cussing each other out and she leaves. She like, you know what? I had it. I, I'm done. I'm done. You're going to regret the day you she goes off. So we go into the next scene and Teddy goes to look at the construction site and they tell them why they're doing it. Like, you know, they're digging everything up to get everything ready for the Olympics. So Teddy panics and Teddy, Teddy's fashion. He, he panics and he takes off and Franklin and Peaches, when it goes back to them, they go meet one of Peaches homeboys to cop some pistols to put on the street, you know, for their crew because they getting they've been getting hit up. You know, you got a little young boys getting robbed, and you just got Kevin Little Cousins killed on Pico Union. <clears throat> so back at Lucia's warehouse, they do an immigration raid. The police do, and <clears throat> while they're doing that, Pedro fiance she gets smart with one of the police. He basically slaps her down. Lucia she shows them like all of my people are clean. They have their green cards. They're legal. And they end up leaving, but they, oh boy, he slapped the hell out of that, um, out of Pedro fiance. So Teddy goes home and he stops Matt from going back to Kansas. <laughs> he like, look, I need you and I'm gonna need you to put some boots on. But Matt don't know where they going. Matt like, what the, you know? So it goes into Jerome and Franklin. They load everybody up who, you know, do business with them, all the little young dealers, everybody up. And, you know, Jerome gives them a speech of a lifetime, you know, and they hand out all the hand pistols to teach them how to shoot, you know, get them ready for them corners. Cause, you know, now people trying to rob the dealers. And we go back to Lucia, Gustavo, and Pedro and his fiance. And it's Christmas. So everybody getting ready for Christmas. So they having like a Christmas gathering, they drinking, having family time. And, you know, they have a nice little moment. And Gustavo still don't trust Pedro, especially after what he heard from his spiritual advisor. So after that, <clears throat> at the Christmas party, where <clears throat> Franklin, he goes, and he been kind of beating around the bush with everybody, asking them, like, you know, are they hurting for money? By the money came up missing. And he want to know who been digging and dabbling. So he goes, um... He goes up to Leon. You know, Leon say he's straight. And he asks him how serious is him and Wanda. He like, serious? That's a heart attack. Because Leon loved him some Wanda. And since Louis didn't left, now, now Franklin need a new cook. So he go ahead and he make Wanda a cook. Tell her she family. Tell her, you know, keep the recipe to yourself. Stay loyal. Big mistake. <laughs> he goes and he talks to Kevin. And Kevin is still pissed. And we also learn where the money went. And Kevin said, you know, he took it to his auntie because her son got killed. And, you know, Kevin is just pissed off. And he kind of, you know, giving Franklin a hard time. And Franklin basically lets him know, like, you know, you go find out the information. And if you come back and it's legit, we you do something about it. But Kevin, to me, I understand he hurt. But they told your cousins about going on Pico Union. So you y'all gotta take some responsibility for that, brother. So after that, he walks over to Louie, because they all at the same party. We see Louie sitting there with her brand new dress on, brand new attitude, and she like, I'm done. I am done and I'm happy. 
So, you know, she gives him a hug. You know, she, she loved Franklin. And she walks over there to Claudia. You know, they're a happy couple now. She left Jerome all the way alone. It goes into the scene of Teddy and Matt. And they're digging up the bodies. And Matt, first he's thinking that they're just going to dig up some cocaine. And when he, you know, he came from Vietnam. So when he, when he even you know, notices he like, I know that smell and he gets sick and, you know, him and him and Teddy, they kind of go back and forth <laughs> because, you know, this is just a mess. And he like, you, you done went too far now. And Teddy tells him, you know, what he did and why he killed them. So we go into a beautiful Christmas monologue. Y'all know I love the monologues and Alton now is staying at Sissy's. He's she's staying, he's staying, he's like in and out. He's not healed yet. He's in Franklin's room. We go into the next scene. We see um before the monologue hits, we also see the police who slapped Pedro's fiance was actually a colleague of hers because she is undercover DEA and they are there to take down the ice queen, which they call Lucia and her real name is Lorena. But in a monologue after that, we see Lucia, you know, they're singing one day of Christmas. That's my song. <laughs> so Lucia, she has bought Gustavo a gym because, you know, that gym was everything to him in season one. Remember when I told you guys, I said, pay attention to that gym. So now, you know, since money is coming in good, they're a couple. They're starting a new life together. She has bought Gustavo a gym and he is so excited. And we see when um, Sissy goes back to her home and when she walks into the living room, she sees the statue that Franklin left for her for Christmas that he got from the banker. And, you know, that leaves her tender hearted. And we see Matt, it goes to Matt and Teddy and <laughs> Matt is looking like he's basically over it. And we see that, you know, they're there and it ends with, Franklin, the only one on Christmas in the cookhouse by yourself, and it's time for him to put that work in because everybody is off enjoying either their spouses, girlfriends, boyfriends, or family, or whatever. And that was my recap for episode three and four. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I will talk to you guys next weekend. I'll, I'll probably come on Thursday night or Friday, and we will pick up on episode five and six we'll try to do seven and eight and pretty soon we'll be on season three and in the snowfall it only gets better and better this is one of my favorite shows out so i hope you guys enjoyed it don't forget to catch that bmf recap and you guys have a blessed week i'll talk to you either thursday or friday it's your girl shanice and i'm out Hope you enjoyed the show with your girl Shanice.